to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open-mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. I'm Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, your host and guide. So without further delay, let's get started. The topic I'm going to talk about today was not even the scheduled one that I had on my agenda, but I read this article which led me to listen to an interview, and I just, I simply can't help myself. Bill Gates made this one quote inside of this interview. He said, quote, I do think all rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef. You can get used to the taste difference, and the claim is they're going to make it taste even better over time, end quote. So let me get this straight, Bill Gates, our sweater vest, our sweater vested wearing software engineer who's turned COVID expert somehow, turned global warming guru, now farmer processed food manufacturer. We, the little people, shouldn't eat real food, but it's better for us peasants across the country to eat fake food in the form of synthetic meat. I always talk about and try to control my anger, but my blood just boiled when I heard this one. And and I hope I can be clear in this podcast. Mr. Gates' statements on the food we should eat, meaning you and I, but not necessarily him, of course, it's reckless, ignorant, dangerous to your health and to mine. As a disclaimer, I used to be a voracious meat eater, as it's pretty safe to say that at least one meal every day, every week, I would eat meat. Usually two or even three times a day, I would have some sort of meat in my meal. Now, now meat, meaning chicken or pork or seafood or beef, they make up less than 20% of my overall diet, with the rest of it being fruits, nuts, vegetables, maybe a little bit of dairy. I only eat meat, actually, now only about two to three times a week. And I'm a huge proponent of a primarily plant-based diet. So for angry vegans or vegetarians or PETA people thinking I just want to kill innocent animals and pollute the environment uh, with cow methane and, and I'm, just a, I'm just a crazy meat lover, that's not true at all. But when I say we need a plant-based diet, I actually mean real live plants. If if something is a plant, it's great to eat it. But if it's made in a plant, avoid it like the plague. Those that have listened to my podcasts or know me, know my issues with food. I've had intestinal blockages. I've had diverticulitis. I've had prostheses. Until I 100% radically changed my diet and it completely changed my lifestyle. I'm not a nutritionist, but I know food and what food is and what food is not. As I've studied it almost to the same extent I studied my doctoral and my master's degree, I am very highly tuned in to what enters my body and the impact it has on me when I eat it. Not because I did, I wanted to know it for fun, but it just became something for my own personal health. Food for me, it's nothing more than fuel anymore. And I'm highly educated on this, not with pieces of paper from a university, but just having studied it so that I could live it out and play it out in my own life. Here are my problems 
just from a purely skeptical view of Bill Gates. Number one, he eats meat. A self, he's a self-proclaimed meat eater. He tried to be a vegan once and he failed and he self, he admits that readily and openly and he returned to meat. See, he claims it would be great for all advanced Western civilizations to just only eat synthetic meat, but he himself and surely his personal chefs that he has prepare for him undoubtedly the highest and the finest quality cuts of meats that are available. This mindset sort of fits the elitist globalist tech titan idealism where the where it's kind of like the creators of social media. They don't even allow their own children to use social media or the Hollywood environmental zealots. You see them crisscrossing the country in a private jet to pick up their wards on environmentalism. Now, Bill Gates, the meat eater, is going to tell all the peasants all across the United States that they should not eat meat while he eats meat. Something's wrong there. Number two, Bill Gates has invested millions of dollars into synthetic biology companies. Basically, these synthetic biology companies, what they do is they reconfigure the DNA of organisms and they create something entirely new, which is basically what Beyond Meat and these synthetic meat processors do. It, it allows scientists to design living things with attributes and characteristics that we actually want, but it's not the same thing as the real thing. In short, it allows them to program biology just like you would a computer. Synthetic meat, in air quotes, is nothing more than taking plants, engineering products to be something that they're not. Heck, what could ever go wrong with pumping synthetic food into our systems and pretending it's something else? Gee, it just, nothing could go wrong with that crazy situation. His biggest investments, by the way, before I leave the monetary aspect, Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat, two of the largest, most successful publicly traded companies that create this stuff. But the number three problem is the thing I find the most egregious of all his claims about these synthetic foods. He he openly admits that they're only quote-unquote slightly more healthy than regular meat. What an utter and full crock of bull. He made this claim at the Economic Club Forum back in May of 2020. By the way, this is about the time that Beyond Meat was just shattering uh, stock market records. But in... in when I listen to his speech, I think this is what sticks in my craw more than anything else. But if the food is only slightly more healthy, why even invest and promote it? Well, of course, this is part of the environmental pornography messaging that we need to do this to save the planet as it's cow methane that's the culprit of climate change. Look, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of climate change right now. I want to stick on the food topic here. As Bill Gates is literally asking all Americans to 100% stop eating real meat and eat, eat this fake version of meat. Whatever the reason, I don't care what it is, putting this manufactured fake food in your body is all I care about. I don't think it makes sense in any way, shape, or form to consume poison. And I want to invest my time analyzing this. But again, before I go there, food is fuel for your body. 
you're never going to be really healthy with your body and losing weight or getting healthy if you don't understand that food is literally nothing more than fuel for your body. It's pure and simple. The human body needs X nutrients in combination for the body to perform at optimal levels. Food, it's not a social crutch. It's not a pacifier when you're mad, sad, or bored. Food is not a sport to see how much you can consume at family gatherings or holidays like Thanksgiving. I've come to realize that eating and drinking either build up or they tear down your ability to function at a very high level. Our throat, it was designed to be a passage for food. It's not some organ of pleasure. And the stomach was made for the same purpose as, say, oh, compare it to the root of a plant. Because just like the root of a plant, it nourishes the, the, the plant as a whole by taking food from without. Your stomach nourishes the, the plant, your body, by taking in food and drink. And if you take in the right food and the right drink in the right quantities, you're going to operate externally on an optimal level. If not, you won't. Period. Full stop. For me, the question of food and its purpose, it should be to produce health and strength. I found out through trial and error and health problems that we should eat a whole foods diet that requires very little thought or complication. Real fruits, real vegetables, real grains, real nuts with a minimal amount of natural, high-quality meat with a bit of dairy. The highly processed foods or the granular sugars, they're death traps for your body. The, the Trojan horse false feel-good thing that you may think you're doing when you're eating this plant-based synthetic meat food whatever you want to call it especially the beyond meat type that synthetic biology food freak show you need to avoid that stuff 100 percent for those that may virtue signal that they're protecting the environment or saving a cow's life or they need to look at the situation or somehow try to convince themselves that eating synthetic food will be your key to weight loss I want to I want to try and focus all of you on on some facts. Any educated vegan or vegetarian should understand highly processed foods are bad versus real vegetables, real fruits, real nuts, real grains. Any educated person can read the labels and the ingredients on these bioengineered vegetables and understand they are terrible for you and your life. Let's go over just a few of these ingredients. And I may butcher their name. I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a nutritionist. I only study them. But they're incredibly troubling when you read the studies and the perversity of this fake or this synthetic meat. So the most important in these mutations is something called processed soy. And all of us have heard about soy. And soy can be dangerous, but even in small amounts, there's a problem with it. But Processed soy, it's it's this fermented organic soy that can pose the health risk. And it takes a serious toll on your body. Some of the effects of this soy includes reduced libido, mood swings, and depression on from a psychological standpoint. Soy is high in phytic acid, also known as phytates. These phytates prevent the absorption of minerals and especially really important ones like iron and calcium. And this is really harmful, especially for children. 
So I just shrink when I hear now, even in the state of Florida, that the state talking about trying to adopt some of these Beyond Meat burgers for, for the classroom, for the school system, scares the death out of me. I think it's a horrific idea. Uh, but this soy protein isolate, is it's not something you can make in your own kitchen. Production takes place in these industrial factories. And there's this slurry of soybeans that are mixed with an alkaline solution, which takes out the fiber. And, and then this is precipitated, separated using an acid wash. And finally, they, it's neutralized again in, in another alkaline solution. Yes, I said acid wash. And yes, you can watch videos on how this stuff is created. It's scary. So this acid washing happens in aluminum tanks, these massive tanks. And so there's also a danger, and they've actually shown studies, that aluminum leaches into the final product as well. So these resultant curds are spray-dried at ultra-high temperatures to produce the, the protein, the high-protein powder that enhances the protein inside of these soy, these vegetable burgers. Doesn't that just sound so delicious and so healthy? Oh, but we're not even close to being done yet because also there's canola oil and it's very problematic. The seeds are first highly pressurized and they force out all the oil. Then this the extract of, of the oil undergoes a 70-minute wash with a, another chemical solvent. This chemical solvent, stunningly, is something called hexane and this is a, a neurotoxin. So after that's done, then the oil enters a refining phase in which the oil is washed with sodium hydroxide. Oh, isn't that wonderful? And after this, the oil is, is clear, but it still contains some of these na nasty waxes on it. So then the oil is, again, they cool it down to 41 degrees to filter out that wax. And after this, it's bleached and it, it removes the color of it, which is not appealing and then comes the steam injection heating process and it gets rid of the, the natural smells. So one tablespoon of this canola oil contains 2,610 milligrams of omega-6 fatty acids, 1,279 milligrams of omega-3 fatty acids. So you may have heard of these, these omega acids. That is a whole lot of mega omega-6 and that is known to cause inflammation as i've went through my issues starting all the way back to july 2020 inflammation is just such a horrific thing to put your body through and the scary thing is so much of the inflammation that i was experiencing and going through it came it came from my diet because it, it is true we do need omega-6 the thing is so many of the normal foods that we have give us plenty of omega-6. So this massive dose of omega-6, which these processed food companies try to extol as so wonderful, really doesn't hold any actual tangible value or very little. So these fans of the canola oil, they do. They love to tell omega-3, omega-6, but, but it's so much of it. Plus, another thing that needs to be known when you look at these synthetic foods, the omega-3 that we find in canola oil, it isn't even beneficial as opposed to, say, the omega-3s that we find in something like fresh fish. So, because the omega-3s found in canola oil, 
they are ALA or alpha lipotic acid. ALA, it doesn't convert to the beneficial omega-3s that protect our brain and heart and heart health, which we, we hear and we read about and we see the vitamins that help with that. So promoting the omega-3 content in canola oil, it's redundant and it's deceptive. The omega-3s in the canola oil, they, they don't contain that beneficial EPA and the DHA. But here's a really disgusting one too. We're still not done. The caramel color. So don't confuse the caramel color with that uh, incredibly delicious caramel made of cream and sugar, uh, which is not good for you either. But goodness, uh, who doesn't like caramel? This substance contains ammonia and its sulfides. And you can find this caramel color in things like Coke or Pepsi or any of your soft drinks, as well as our lovely synthetic burgers. And John Hopkins did a study on caramel color and found that caramel color is a carcinogen. So here's, I'm just going to read a quote from you. Anyone who eats processed foods with these aesthetic color makers are being exposed to an avoidable and unnecessary cancer risk. This unnecessary exposure poses a threat to public health and raises questions about the continued use of caramel coloring. And this particular scientist uh, comes from Johns Hopkins University. Um, and he's a very well-known author of, of numerous studies on food production and public health in food. So caramel colors in there. Also, they have yeast extract, also known as monosodium glutamate, MSG. MSG hides under many names and yeast extract is one of them. It's another toxin that overstimulates the nervous system. And from the university uh, university in Japan, I read a study where it says, quote, we previously reported that the injection of monosodium glutamate or MSG in mice leads to the development of significant inflammation, central obesity, and type 2 diabetes. To directly address the long-term consequences of MSG on inflammation, we have a We've performed a serial analysis of MSG injected mice and focused in particular on liver pathology. And by 6 to 12 months of age, all MSG treated mice developed significant liver problems. But we're still not done even yet. Carrageenan, this is another additive. It's a very harmful additive that all but says it, it's just going to screw you up completely. So the College of Medicine at the University of Iowa said this, quote, although the International Agency for Research on Cancer in 1982 identified sufficient evidence for posing a carcinogenic risk to humans, carrageenan is still used widely as a thickener, stabilizer, and texturizer in a variety of processed foods prevalent in Western diet. But we're still not done yet. So we've got another thing known as legume hemoglobin. It's a, it's a very crucial ingredient in these burgers. And especially the one that I looked at the analysis was the impossible burger that Burger King has put out. So this this plant hem is what gives the fake lab meat its meaty qualities. If you've ever had one of these, you know, it, it almost, when it starts to cook, it smells, it sizzles, it, it looks like it's an actual real burger. And this, this particular product, this, this legume hemoglobin is, is critical to it. But unfortunately, 
this is from genetically modified soy crops. And so the planning of all these GMO soy, it's really interesting that a huge amount of these GMOs are under the control of Bear Monsanto. And if you've ever heard of Bear Monsanto, it's one of these, maybe it's, it's a horrific company in general. I hate to say it, but it really is because this is the company famous for making all these chemicals that are sprayed all across the country in lawns and and on crops everywhere it's not to say that there's not a place for for some chemical usage in crops i mean i get the the business aspect of that but at the same time bear monsanto uh being in charge of putting food in our body i'm not sure that's such a such a good thing even the newer non-gmo options like the new soy soy free beyond meat burger uh they they're using a pea and a mung and a rice protein is what they're kind of mixing in there consider though that no matter what that the scientists that created this stuff they come from a laboratory think like sterile rooms white coats petri dishes this plant-based meat is the epitome of ultra processed food it's these choices that health experts warn people to avoid as their consumption increases the odds of chronic disease taking hold consider that all these meat substitutes require the separation of plant proteins from the whole food source according to health and stroke foundation This identifies an ultra-processed food as as something that has significantly changed from its original state. So if you take the vegetables that are inside these fake burgers, they look nothing like their original state. They have been completely and utterly transformed. If you don't want to eat meat, just don't eat meat. Eat the beans, eat the peas, eat the legumes, eat those just naturally. But the second you try and take those things, smash them into a burger and modify them so they sizzle and smell and look and taste like a hamburger when they're not a hamburger, this is where the problem reaches epic proportions because it turns out that you're not eating vegetables anymore what you're eating is a bunch of chemicals that happen to have a few little vegetables surrounding them such products they require such heavy processing and i mean we're talking extrusion molding milling high degree of manipulation and and pumping things in and pulling it out And peer-reviewed published research says that consuming these heavily processed food, it actually causes you to overeat and it causes you to gain weight. The researchers even go on to say that that minimally minimally processed choices like uh, actual meat, they're way more healthy than these processed burgers. Plus, let's be honest, when you go to Burger King, You order a Wonder Burger, Incredible Burger, whatever burger they want to name it, and you pair that that plant-based burger with French fries and a 32 or 64-ounce Coke, and then you pat yourself on the back that you've turned over a new leaf to eat healthy. Just save yourself the fakes. Congratulations. 
as you're going to get nearly the same calories or possibly more because the studies show these highly processed foods, you'll eat more of it than you would the natural stuff. Plus the, the, the toxic manufactured chemicals that were used to create that burger make it a horrible choice. Wrapping an ultra-processed food in a politically correct message doesn't change the unhealthy bottom line of these things. If I've figured out anything in analyzing food consumption, it's that people in our modern culture, they want it quick and easy, and oftentimes we want to point the blame at things not necessarily responsible. Namely, we like to blame anyone but ourselves, and we like the fast, quick, and the easy. Six-pack abs in six minutes a day? Yeah, right. Lose 20 pounds in 10 days by popping a pill? Sure, that's going to work for long-term health effects. Let's face it, every commercial you see with those, oh, the six-pack ab uh, model that you see there, she didn't just do six minutes a day. She did her commercial for six minutes and then she probably went in the gym for another hour and a half to two hours, four to six days a week. And I bet my life she's eaten mainly a plant-based diet and maybe some meats in there, but there ain't no garbage fake food in there. That's how she got a six-pack set of abs. It wasn't the the six minutes in one day machine for 19, three easy payments in 1999. Same thing with this bioengineered fake food. It's not going to save the environment. It's built in a manufacturing plant. You know those things that uh, oh require electricity that are fueled by usually oil or gas power generated uh, uh, power plants. They also have oh the parking lot and their carbon footprint is pretty darn large. You're not saving the environment by eating a fake burger. You're also not, don't kid yourself that you're now on a vegetarian diet because you're eating these fake foods. That's not really vegetables by the time it's done. It's been so overly processed that it's nothing like what the original form of the vegetables that are in it were in. You've destroyed the nutritional value and you've added in all kinds of poisons. So with all due respect, to Bill Gates. He's full of crap. He's full of garbage when he says that the entire United States of America should only eat these synthetic burgers. There is no way, no how, that is more healthy and probably the effects on the environment are minimal compared to some of the real problems that are out there. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found value. I appreciate you hearing my rant. I'm really passionate about food these days. Real, whole, natural foods. They all make all the difference. And I get rather ticked off when billionaire investors attempt to tell me or tell the country something that all of us should do that they're never going to do in a million years. I hope this spurs you to check out things more for yourself 
and to evaluate more carefully every single day these processed foods, especially these highly processed foods that, we're, that you're putting into your body. Until the next episode, if you, if you click like or follow, you're going to be alerted when new episodes come available. Talk to you soon. I hope you have a wonderful week.